Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Better Black Than Never. I am your host, as always, Tavarnas King, and it is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. We're recording this a little bit earlier than we usually do, so this is actually going to get out today earlier than the normal three o'clock. We're going to see how that goes for a little while. Maybe there's something that we keep. We'll see how you guys react. Nevertheless, two days in a row, and I'm definitely looking forward to getting into some things today. I'm going to keep this a little short today. Usually these episodes go for an hour, sometimes longer. Today, I'm going to try and keep it a little bit closer to like 45 minutes, just so we can focus in on, you know, one or two subjects really in-depthly. And then, you know, tomorrow, since we're doing this every day, we can discuss, you know, more things in a, in, a, in a longer episode tomorrow. But nevertheless, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the effort that you put in in supporting this little podcast of ours as we continue to grow. We only, you know, 11 episodes in and the community is looking strong. So thank you once again. And as always, if you haven't done it yet, give me them five stars. Give me that bomb rating and share this podcast with your friends so we can continue to grow this so we can continue to grow the knowledge and the power necessary in our community. Uh, Before I continue. Shout out and prayers out to everyone getting hit by the storm. It's supposed to be coming here to New York City, I think, next week, I think is what I saw from the forecast. But I know right now Texas is getting slammed really hard. So if you're in Texas and you're not a piece of shit human being, uh, prayers up to you. If you are in Texas and you're a piece of shit human being and you know that, uh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't, I'm not the guy out here to be sending well wishes to people who ain't shit. That's not my game. But if you are a good person and you are here in Texas getting slammed and you have no power and all that, you know, craziness, yo, prayers up for you. I'm hoping you make it through and you know, you make it through to the other side, no worse than you went in. So I'm thinking about you guys. Absolutely. Nevertheless, let's jump into the first topic of the day and get this party rolling. So the first topic of today, unfortunately, is not a pleasant one, um, but it's one that we got to talk about nevertheless, because it just goes to show just the fuckery with which the black community must deal with on a constant basis when it comes to policing. Now, I've said many times on this show that I if you had to ask me, where do I stand on the whole policing matter? Uh, they have to be abolished. That's my particular position. Now, the reality is abolishing a system that has been in power for centuries and so integrated into the fabric of the society, be it good or bad, is always difficult. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Frankly, it's not the kind of thing that happens, you know, for years. It takes a long, long time to build up to the point where you can actually abolish a system like police in America and replace it with something far more just and appropriate and fair. Because I'm not one of those people who just says abolish the police and and says, well, just leave the society to just run amok and, and do all this crazy shit. No, I'm not that guy either. Like, I'm not a person who believes that there should be no prisons. You know, the, there are motherfuckers out here who 
who are straight up killing people, killing kids. And I don't want to go into more details about all the type of criminality that happens in the world because I don't want to trigger anyone and trigger any bad memories. But there's some evil motherfuckers out here who absolutely need to go to jail. And so whenever I have these discussions with people who like abolish prisons, my first question is always, well, what are you going to do with them with serial killers? Like we're just going to leave them out here and just let them kill? No, you have to put them away. There needs to be a balance. Nevertheless, the police absolutely needs to be abolished because you cannot reform something as deeply racist, ingrained in their actual DNA racism is in policing. You can't reform that. It is a part of who they are. It's a part of their culture. It'll be like trying to erase hip-hop from black culture. It'd be like trying to erase style from black culture. It'd be like trying to erase slang from black culture. It is a part of who we are. It's a part of our community. It's a part of our creative spirit. And just in the same way that is for us, racism and discrimination and hatred of black and brown people is a part of the DNA, the fabric of policing in America, going all the way back to slavery. Now, if you listen to this podcast, I'm pretty sure that you're more than familiar with the fact that the history of policing actually has its roots in slave patrols. So I don't want to go into all those details just to rehash them just for the sake of rehashing them, right? You've read all the polls. You you probably saw that amazing work work done by John Oliver last year on policing and how far back it goes in his racist roots and his white supremacist roots. So there's no need for us to kind of dig up and go through the, the material that you guys probably have already gone through. There's enough material online for that. But all of those things inform my particular position that policing in America needs to be abolished and replaced with something far more just and fair and equitable. And we see evidence of this once again by the news that came out last night that the LAPD for Valentine's Day was circulating a photo of George Floyd being killed with a caption that says, you take my breath away. I'm going to say that again. A photo of George Floyd being killed with a caption that says, you take my breath away, was being circulated among the police officers at the LAPD for Valentine's Day. That's how much they regard us. That's how much they regard our bodies. That's how much they regard they regard death of black men and black people. It's a joke. It's a game for them. It's something for them to turn into a meme for fucking Valentine's Day. Now, of course, it's being said that, you know, there's going to be an investigation and that they're going to find the people and they're going to be dealt with. But come on, man. How, come on. Come on. We've seen this game before. Those motherfuckers ain't getting fired. Those motherfuckers, and even if they do get fired, let's say they do get fired, you know they're just going to get hired at another police department. I mean, among the things that I've said for a minute now, going all the way back, when did I first think about this? I think I first thought about this when Eric Garner was murdered, right? When I found out that these that there were actually police officers who were involved in the murder of Eric Garner who had already been let go from other police departments and just got rehired elsewhere and that elsewhere ended up killing Eric Garner. And so for, from that moment forward, I've thought to myself that one of the things that needs to happen in this country is that if you're fired as a police officer, that's fucking it. You don't get to get hired elsewhere again. Now, of course, this is where it gets into the separation between federal and state and local and all that shit that, you know, it becomes something that has to be done on a state by state level. Like you can't like 
President Biden or Congress or Senate can't just do something like that. It will get challenged in Supreme Court, and it'll probably fail in Supreme Court, especially this particular Supreme Court. But that is definitely something that needs to fucking happen. There needs to fucking be a rule in place where if you do something so egregious that you're fired from the police department, you can't you can't get rehired elsewhere. And I'm saying all this because this even though I am someone who believes that policing or rather the police in America should be abolished, the reality is the best that we can do is quote unquote reform and defunding the police. That's the best that we can do right now. And hell, that's a fucking fight uphill if I've ever seen one. I mean, we're just talking about taking money away from them because they're already failing with billions of dollars. Why give them billions more just so they can continue to do the bullshit? Right? Why continue to feed something that's failing with just more money? This is going to fail even harder with more billions of dollars. Give that money to people who can actually make a difference in our communities. And so even though I am someone who is firmly on the side of abolishing the police, I tend to also be pretty pragmatic in realizing and saying that that's not going to happen. And if it is going to happen, it's not going to happen for a long time. And therefore, I support in spirit the whole idea of attempting to reform the police because just because you can't get the the goal, the prize that you want, doesn't mean you should stand pat. If there is something that you can do now to at the at the least try and mitigate, try and slow down the the fuckery that's happening now in our police stations, it should absolutely be done because you would be saving lives. I'm not in the business of sacrificing black lives because I can't get the goal. I can't get the perfect goal that I want, the perfect scenario that I want. I am not that person because as I've heard oftentimes from other marginalized communities, people are actually dying and the same thing's happening to black folks. I can't stand on my high horse and say it's either abolishment or nothing because in that space of nothing, lives are being taken. That's why I support people who are working to reform policing, who are doing their best to defund policing. It just happens to be that my my personal opinion is that you can't reform this. I hope they prove me wrong. Again, I'm not here to stand on my high horse just to watch black people die. I hope they prove me wrong and they do figure out a way to actually reform policing i just don't believe it and when i hear and read stories like these it just proves to me that it's just impossibility it's just an impossibility that if this is something that you would find funny and something you think would make a a fucking valentine's day card worth sharing with other police officers the fuckery is just too great man it's just too insane these motherfuckers should never ever be able to get a job again if these police unions, these police stations who are willing to make all manners of excuses for their brethren, quote unquote, finally get fed up and say, okay, you've got to go. That should be a sign that that person should never hold the badge again. But alas, that's not the world that we live in. Alas, we don't have that kind of justice. And so when we see and we read things like this happening at the LAPD, it's just more proof for me that Police cannot be reformed. I hope I'm going to be proven wrong because there's a lot of well-intentioned brothers and sisters out there working their asses off to actually reform the police. And I support their efforts. I just happen to be pessimistic that they're actually going to reach their goals. Because, again, this was a Valentine's Day card. They took a photo of George Floyd being killed and put the caption, you take my breath away, and that was a Valentine's Day meme. 
that they pass around. Just showing utter contempt, contempt for our bodies, for our death, for our pain. This is who they are. And you're going you're gonna to have to really work hard to prove to me that they can change. So what is going to be the end of this? Well, an investigation is happening at the LAPD. I mean, the LAPD just has a horrid history, a horrid history when it comes to kind of stuff. Okay. And so my confidence that they're actually going to rectify this in a way that's actually meaningful, fucking low as shit. But hey, they're investigating and we're going to see how this goes. I'm going to definitely keep you guys up to date on this piece of news. But look, stay vigilant out there, brothers and sisters. You know, stay hyper aware of when, you know, you are around police officers. You know, that's 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 a life that I've been living since I've been born, man. Since I can since I can be since I can think of the moment I became aware, I was just taught to be hyper vigilant around cops. So as always, just protect yourself and watch out because these motherfuckers out here are heartless as fuck. Especially, especially brothers with badges. Cause they they'll do fucking extra shit to prove to their white to their white brethren, to their white police officers that they're not black, that they're blue. So you got to be extra careful with those motherfuckers. So, you know, that's the reality of this fuckery. That's the news that came through yesterday. And it's, it's disheartening, but not surprising, especially coming from the LAPD. And we'll see where this goes. I will definitely keep you guys aware on the on the goings on, on the investigation, on the outcome of the investigation. And we will see what ends up being the verdict. I hope that people get fired. I hope that people not only get fired, they never get rehired, but we got to keep an eye on that shit. That's why I have so much love and appreciation for police watchdogs or rather police watchdog organizations, not ever just one individual, but these police watchdog organizations that keep track of police officers jumping from station to station after they get fired, because that's good. That's important information to know. And if that's and if there's a way, I don't actually know this off the top of my head, but if there's a way for us to get that information disseminated to the community so that we know who's in our police precincts in our neighborhoods, that's fucking important information to fucking know. Because maybe we can figure out a way to use that information to drive those motherfuckers out. Because, again, this this fuckery has got to stop. I mean, again, if we're not going to abolish policing in America in the form that it currently takes, that it currently exists, exists in, then we got to make life fucking uncomfortable as shit for those motherfuckers. And so that's what's happening. That's the news I came through yesterday. I just wanted to share that with the community. Uh, there's a... There are many articles written about this. Clearly, you could go to the Los Angeles Times, the latimes.com to read about it. And I'm going to continue to keep an, keep an eye on this and just hopefully, you know, be able to come back to you guys and, and give you some good news on how this is all resolving itself. All right. So let's move on to the next subject. So, as you guys know, I voted. I am a voter. I am a participant in our election process. Uh, and the reason why I'm even stating that is because I know that the, the possibility is really strong that people listening to this podcast, that some of you don't vote because you have no confidence in the system. You don't believe that the system actually works for you. You don't believe that these elected officials actually have your back and therefore you're not encouraged to go out and vote and understand, I understand where you're coming from. I'm not here to tell you that your feelings are wrong. 
I'm not here to tell that your perceptions are incorrect. What I will tell you is that I believe that you don't make the system, the situation better by not voting because all you're doing is actually giving power to our enemies by giving them the opportunity to get those seats, to get those positions of power. You know, it isn't one of those things where if you don't void, excuse me, if you don't vote, they just avoid. That's not how it works. If we do not use our voting power, the people who want to most do us harm will get that power. They will get those positions and they will hurt our communities. The best that we can do and what we should always try and do is try and galvanate, excuse me, galvanize and put our power behind really good, in my opinion, progressive candidates who's actually going to go to Washington and really fight for our community. But that's my little spiel on why I vote. And I understand if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't vote because I don't trust the system. I get it 100%. I used to be like you as well. I changed my mind, however, when I started to kind of read about how many of our heroes believed in voting and why they saw it that way. And i never forget this quote. I believe it was from Malcolm who said, if your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't work so hard to take it away from you. That being said, and in that same vein, what we're seeing right now happening across the country, you know, is that these GOPs, these Republicans are freaked out by the fact that Trump lost and so many people came out to vote and so many black and brown people came out to vote that they're now doing everything within their powers to restrict voting. As of this particular conversation that we're having right now, brothers and sisters, over a hundred bills have been filed in GOP led states to restrict voting access in one form or another. Closing polling station, cl- changing the hours of polling station, um, reducing funds, uh, voter ID, all the fuckery that they know and they are acutely aware will bring more harm to black and brown communities than to their white brethren. They are putting all that shit in place, which is why it is so critical. And I said this the moment Biden won the election that among the things that he needed to do for the black community specifically, which came out in force to not necessarily elect him. Clearly, that was a result. But I don't necessarily believe that the masses of black people came out to specifically elect um, Joe Biden, excuse me, Joe Biden. I believe they came out because they realized that electing Joe Biden was how they were going to procure safety for their community because they seen the hatred, the white supremacy, the Nazism, the anti-Semitism, the xenophobic spirit that arose out of the Trump administration that directly was aimed at their black and brown bodies and realized that they could not allow this to continue, that it would be detrimental to their community to allow this to continue. And so they came out in full force black and brown people but a lot a lot of black people came out in full force to save themselves through the ballot it just so happened that in saving themselves joe biden became the recipient of this now i have a whole lot of issues with the fact that it's joe biden and not someone like elizabeth warren or bernie sanders no need to tread on that no need to go back and and rehash all that But the reality is, if Biden wants to repay the black community for giving him the presidency, there are a lot of things that he can do. But probably chief among them, 
because I don't think we're going to be having any conversations about reparations anytime soon. But chief among the things that are more realistic would be for the entire Democratic Party to get their shit together and get the Voting Rights Bill, the the Voting Rights Act, re-strengthened, for lack of a better word, re-energized so that black folks can continue to have access, black and brown folks can continue to have access to the polls to continue to engage in our democracy by voting. They need to make sure that that shit, is, that shit happens because believe me, as we were reading from this report, the GOP is doing everything they can to keep that shit from happening. And it's, it, is, it is such supreme fuckery that these are the same motherfuckers who were talking about how they love Martin Luther King Jr. And thank goodness for Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a hero of mine just last month. And doing all this Black Lives Matter and, well, nah, they would never say Black Lives Matter. I'm talking about the GOP. But they were talking about all this Black History Month shit and how, you know, thank goodness for our black brothers and sisters. And yet, they're working their asses off to make sure that we can't vote fucking hypocrites that's why i never that's why i've said before i've never met a black republican who wasn't a coon because how do you fucking how do you fucking excuse this brother how how but here we are the republican the republican-led states in this country are doing everything they can to restrict voting and we have got to fight them and this has to be a priority And this has to be something that Congress and the Democrats in power in Congress and Senate and clearly in the White House, they have to realize that this is something that they can depend on bipartisanship to get done. Because clearly the enemy, which which are the Republicans, they are working hand in hand with these GOP states to make this shit happen. So you can't depend on Republicans in Congress or Republicans in the Senate to help you as Democrats. You have to get on the ball and you have to make sure that you that you undergird, that you reinvigorate, that you re-empower voting rights in this country so that black folks, specifically black folks, don't find themselves asked out again. Because when they do ask us out and they keep us from the polls with all this fuckery, with all this bullshit. All they're doing is make sure that they will have the power to continue to abuse us, that they will continue to have the power to malign us, to take advantage of our communities, to send police and over-police us, to watch us get brutalized. None of this will turn out for our favor. None of this will turn out for our good. And so I know some of you right now are probably dealing with no power, especially in Texas. But the reality is when you have an opportunity when you have a moment to breathe, you should actually, you should absolutely be getting on the phone and calling your representatives in Congress and in the Senate and tell them this is something that needs to become fucking priority. Like this, I know we're working on COVID this and COVID that, and that's really important to the community. I'm not here to tell that that is not important to the community. I would never do so. Black people are dying at a higher rate at a higher rate than everyone else when it comes to COVID. I am not here to tell that that shit is not important. But second to that, second to COVID relief, second to, you know, helping the community as well as the nation come out from under this COVID blanket of death that we've been living under for at least a year. I mean, we're going on a year now, right? February, end of February. We we learned about COVID about end of February, beginning of March of last year, even though Trump knew in November. Oh, yeah. 
So even though that is something that should be a priority, right behind that, for the sake of our people, it needs to be made a priority that voting rights be reinstalled, be reinvigorated in this country. And it's only going to be the Democrats. I'm not even, like I said before, Republicans are the enemy of, of everything I'm talking about here. They're not going to be down for this. And so it has to be the Democrats who come out and make sure that they fight against things like, you know, the closure of polls or the you know whole bullshit with voter ID. And they need to reinstall one of the most important clauses of the Voting Rights Act, which is to make sure that any state with a history of voter discrimination, before you can make any changes, before you can make any changes to any of your voting rules and how voting is going to be conducted in your state, you need to get fucking permission. Like you need to present what it is you're doing and prove to a committee, prove to a court that what you're doing is not going to have an adverse effect on the black community. That was a key part, a key clause of the Voting Rights Act that was gutted, that was removed, which just opened the door, which just opened the floodgates for all these GOP-led states, for all these states, especially in the South, to start doing all manner of fuckery because now they didn't have to get permission from anyone. They could just do whatever they want to do. If we can get that shit in, back in place... And you know what? And the, and the sad thing is, there was a lot of stuff that the Democrats put forth as bills when Trump was in power, and they did it just for show. And that was the thing that kind of annoyed me, because they put bills out there about making voting a, ho- a national holiday. Where is that bill? Why, have we, why haven't we heard anything about that? Where has that gone? Huh? That should definitely be a part of the discussion about how we're going to protect voting rights in this country, making it a nationally a national paid holiday, meaning companies can't decide, oh, you're going to go vote, then you don't, you don't get paid. Now, again, I don't know if that's something that you can force business to do. I doubt it. But it should definitely be a holiday where people can just relax, go out and vote. What happened to that bill? What happened to what happened to that proposal? It just disappeared because when they when Trump was in power, they were doing all that shit for show. Well, now it's time to make sure they understand that we were watching and now we want that shit. You have the power now. We want all that shit. We want all of it, including making sure states that have a long ass history of discriminating against black voters before you can do shit. You've got to get permission. So this is really, really important because understand that these GOP states, these Republicans are not fucking around. They're not wasting time. The moment, you know, Arizona and Georgia flip blue, these motherfuckers lost their minds and they're like, they're going to do everything they fucking can to keep that from ever happening again. That's what's happening. Georgia, Arizona, and a couple of other states that flipped blue, that had historically, or at the very least for a very long time, been red, those motherfuckers were freaked out. I mean, we saw videos. I remember one time we saw a video of this white woman in a cafe in Georgia just fucking yelling at people because she could not believe that Georgia went blue. Welcome to a whole new world, motherfucker. But if we're going to keep places like Georgia and Arizona blue, the, this is going to have to be a fight. It can't be a fight with words. It has to be an actual put up your fist, getting there and fight and put these bills and put these rules up in place because the Republicans are ready to scrap. They are ready to scrap to make sure that this shit never happens again. 
which means that they are paving the way, possibly, and in all likelihood, for the next Trump. It may not be Trump himself, but like I said yesterday, if they could just simply find someone just a little bit savvier than Trump, all hell fucking breaks loose. Like Because like I said yesterday, if Trump had simply done three things, he would be present right now. Had he simply not lied about the pandemic, had he simply told people to wear masks, and had he simply listened to the scientists like Dr. Fauci, those three things alone would have gotten him reelected. He would have fooled a whole mass of people by just doing those three things. Just those three things. And so the idea that we can't find ourselves under the rule of another Trump is bullshit. And these GOP motherfuckers in all these GOP-led states are trying to do their best to make sure that the only people who can vote will be the people who will help them elect the next Donald Trump. They are ready to scrap. They are ready to fight. And we need fucking Democrats to get their shit together and get ready to fight too. So I want to make sure that you guys are aware of this shit and what you can do. Well, you know what I always say? You got to get on the phone. You've got to tweet. You... More than tweet, more than Facebook, call these motherfuckers, okay? Call these motherfuckers and you got to let them know that this has to be a fucking priority because it is a priority for the GOP. It is a priority for the Republicans. Denying access, denying voting to citizens of this country who have every right to vote is a priority for them and has been for decades. This is nothing new has always been a priority for them. The Democrats have to fight. We did not come out in a fucking pandemic to vote in for to vote them into power, to vote them into power just to watch them sit back and fucking take this shit. So I just want to bring this to your attention and let you know what you can do, how we can galvanize and strategize ourselves to get shit fucking done. And so one more topic. So the last topic of the day is fucking wild. That's fucking funny, man. And you know what? It just made me think that I've had this idea about starting a podcast where all I do is talk about weird ass news from around the world and shit like this just makes me want to definitely do it. I don't know where I'm going to find the time or the voice to do something like that, but it's definitely something that I've been thinking about. But in Turkey, so shout out to people either listening from Turkey especially Istanbul, which I really do dig. Istanbul was really, really fun. And or shout out to people who've been to Istanbul, who've had the pleasure of traveling to Istanbul. Um, If you ever get a chance, I mean, if we ever get to travel again, not if, let me stop being pessimistic. Let me me shut down my pessimistic thought process for a moment. When we get to travel again, Istanbul is definitely going to be, you know, top five, top 10 on my list of places to revisit. Number one is going to be Budapest. You guys know I love Budapest. Number two is going to be Ghana. Like, I got to start, you know, traveling more in Africa and seeing more of my African brethren. Brethren's. Uh, and so that's definitely a place that I want to start, Africa, uh, starting in Ghana. Uh, but definitely getting back to Budapest is at the top of the list. And then somewhere, somewhere in the top 10 of the list will be getting back to Istanbul because I really did like Istanbul. Istanbul is the reason why I now drink tea with no sugar. Like I've become that person. 
<laughs> I've definitely become that person. And if you ever get a chance to do it, go to Cappadocia and go see the balloons, the air balloons. That's all. That was also dope when I got a chance to do that. But this story comes from, and this story does come from Turkey, where the owner of a car dealership is claiming that one of his employees tried to poison him. But fam, guess how this employee tried to poison him? Somehow, this employee got a hold of saliva from someone who is positive with COVID-19 and dipped it in this dude's drink, I believe coffee, if I'm not mistaken, and gave it to his boss. That's fucking crazy. The last time I heard some wild shit like this around COVID was very early on in the pandemic where there was some story out in, I think it was in Florida where some, now I'm not, look, I'm not trying to cast aspersions. I'm just telling you the facts of the story. Okay. But some Asian dude threatened someone by saying something to the effect, if you don't da da da, I'm going to cough on you, which is fucked up which is just fucked up, okay? Now, again, I am not here to say that all Chinese people or all Asians are COVID carriers. That's not what's happening. Don't fucking take that from the story. I'm just telling you that this is the person who did that fucked up thing is not indicative of the entire race of Asian people. I'm not fucking trumping the whole, this whole fuckery, this whole bullshit. I'm not doing that, right? But that's the last time I heard some wild shit around you know, COVID where someone was like threatening someone with COVID, but this motherfucker took it to the next level. He found someone Did he put out an ad. Like how did he just happen to, I mean, I guess Turkey in some place, excuse me, in some place in Istanbul, it'd probably be real easy to find someone with COVID, I guess maybe a, a neighbor, you probably give the neighbor some money. I mean, that's what, according to the story happens that like he found someone gave him some money and he just got some saliva from, got some spit from this person and then put it in a drink and then gave it to the boss. He was trying to kill the boss because he was also trying to rob the boss. I mean, this is the layers on this shit is fucking crazy. But as always, he fucked up because he talked because he clearly told a coworker who then told the boss what was happening. And that's the whole reason why the boss found out. Motherfucker, look, I'm not here to encourage crime in any way, shape, or form. That's not what King is about, okay? That's not who I am. That's not what I'm going to say that you should do. I'm just saying that if you are going to commit a crime, the easiest way to get, a, get away with the crime is to keep your motherfucking mouth shut. I am, again, not saying that you should go out here and commit crimes, okay? I'm not asking anyone to go out here and try and commit crimes, especially against, you know, Republicans and MAGA. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not that guy. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. Please do not take that from the discussion because that would be terrible. It would be awful if, that, if we know we just had less MAGA people in the world. That's not what I'm trying to say. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. What I am saying is that if, if, hypothetically, you did decide that you are going to commit such a crime, you can get away with it if you just tell nobody. Tell no one. <laughs> but on the seriousness, though, man, this is fucking crazy, yo. When I saw this, I was like, nah, this has got to be some fucking Onion article. But no, look, man, what what is the Onion going to do, man? I mean, with Trump out of the office, I guess Onion has a chance to kind of reclaim their their position as a parody news organization. But fucking hell, for those four years, it was rough. <laughs> 
it was rough for those brothers over there. I remember I knew a brother who worked at The Onion years ago. He actually, I think he was a brother who actually wrote the book, How to Be Black. He we actually used to work in two separate companies, but in the same office in New York City, uh, in Soho to be specific. And, you know, we used to hang out, not hang out. I want to say that we were close friends like that. But we talked and we had lunch a couple of times. You know, when brothers meet other brothers in tech, especially back in the day, I mean, that was a moment for bonding. That was a moment for discussion. Like, yeah, man, I'm the only black person in this office too. <laughs> but the Onion's going to have some, you know, they're probably happy as fuck that, that Trump is gone. Like, goddamn, now they can, you know, start getting back to business of writing these parodies of society. Unfortunately, man, probably their whole material is going to have, like 50% of their material is going to have to go down the, go into the trash because of fucking Trumpism and MAGA is still alive in this country. But when I first saw this, I thought it was a goddamn joke, but now nah, fucking real as fuck. Someone tried to poison someone with some saliva from a COVID person, from a person with COVID. That's fucking crazy, yo. Because, yo, how do you know that, you know, some saliva didn't get on you? I mean, you're taking a mad risk unless you out here working a, a goddamn hazmat suit when you were getting this fucking saliva from this dude or do that. I don't know, you know, the gender of the person who was given the saliva, but damn, yo, this is fucking crazy. So that's the that story came out of came out of the World News Organization, which is not an actual thing. But this story came came from came to us from Istanbul, Turkey, and is wild as fuck. But, you know, the lesson to be learned here is, you know, A, uh, stop robbing people. The fuck is wrong with you? Okay, earn your shit. And B, if, if you're gonna, I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying if, if you were so inclined to commit some kind of criminality, you would get away with it if you just told nobody. That would be the prime way you can find yourself getting away with it if you just kept your mouth shut i'm not saying you should do anything especially to no one who wears a make america great again or keep america great red baseball cap i'm not saying you should do anything like that i'm just saying if you were let me stop let me stop <laughs> yeah thank you for spending some time with me today this is a short one we kept it nice and tight but you know we're gonna doing we're gonna keep on doing these we're going to keep on doing these this whole week while, you know, I work out some other things. But I, I'm super grateful that you are joining us. And as usual, thank you for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. We're going to do this all week. You know, on Wednesday, we're going to go back to the normal length of the show, which is about an hour, a little bit longer than an hour. Uh, but for today, we kept it nice and short and sweet and tight. But still, we've touched on some really important things that I want you guys to have to keep in the back of your minds, especially calling your representatives to make sure those motherfuckers get on the ball with, you know, getting the voting rights in this country stronger because the GOP Republicans are coming for our asses. Yo, we got to get out there and fight. We got to get out there and make sure that we have the defense necessary to fight those motherfuckers off. Uh, so that's probably the most important thing that you can take away from today's pod. And secondarily is, you know, don't don't tell nothing to no one if you plan on doing anything sideways. But that's it. <laughs> that's it for me today. Y'all, thank you for joining me. As per usual, give me them five stars. Leave a bomb review. Share this podcast with your friends. Let's continue to grow this community. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you.